Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Altuve on a 3-1 pitch, delivers high and deep. Altuve hits his third home run in his last five at-bats. Altuve sends one into left center field. This one well struck. Back goes Tavares. It's gone again. He's done it again. Four home runs in five at-bats. Are you kidding me, Tuve? And now he sends one to center field. That'll send Tavares back. Could it be four in a row? Four in a row for Altuve. Five and six at bats. That gym back on September 5th against, yeah, the Texas Rangers. A team he loves to absolutely punish. Uh, and the highlight, of course, that we came in with the show. Who is this Texas Rangers that you speak of? Yeah. Junk oh, grabbers. the junk grabbers. The Sorry. Arlington junk grabbers. I'm going to have to get used to that one with you, huh? <laughs> the junk grabbers, of course. Yeah, man. Jose Altuve, Astro for life. Signed, sealed, delivered. Uh, give it the uh, tip of the cap to Astro's owner, Jim Crane. Uh, made a lot of things very apparent in a recent article uh, interview he did with Cron.com's uh, Jerome Solomon. A couple of those uh, statements we will get to here, uh, but certainly none more apparent than um, hey, Jim Crane kind of pouring one out for the entire city of Houston and tipping his cap to us right back at you, my man, uh, and keeping one of the uh, biggest fan favorites of all time really in any sport right here in Houston for the remainder of his career, Jose Altuve, getting it done. Man, I am really looking forward to the 2024 season now. 713-572-4610. We want to hear from you, 572-4610. Let's get out to Reggie. You're first up on Sports Radio 610 this evening. What's up, Reggie? Hey, guys. Thanks a lot. I just wanted to say I am really thankful that for once, or at least for a once in a while, we have someone that comes to the table with common sense to keep our homegrown players right here so we can celebrate them their entire career. Thanks for the show, man. Really enjoying it tonight above all nights. I appreciate you, Reggie. Thanks, dude. You know, Reggie! You, you can't do that every time. You can't do that all the time. I mean, th- this is a special, special deal because of that. I mean, there's a reason why you point to guys like Biggio and Bagwell. Um, they weren't the only greats. I mean, they were the greatest of the greats in the Astros uh, franchise history, but... Nolan Ryan didn't make it. I mean, there's different ownership, different management, different circumstances, different things that are going on in a franchise's existence that sometimes do or don't allow you to um, kind of appease the fans in that regard. I thought one of those situations that absolutely made sense, and I wouldn't even say you're gritting your teeth doing it. I mean, there may be once upon a time in the next three years, PC, where you're looking at that contract and you're looking at Altuve's production or maybe performance in the field and you're thinking to yourself, like, damn, this year it stinks. I don't foresee that, but it could be the case. Anything can happen. I just thought if you were going to make an exception or make a decision, of, uh, which to me this is not franchise-altering necessarily in the, course of, in the case of performance, but if you were going to do it, 
Jose Altuve is a damn good guy uh, to do it with. And I'm, I'm just happy they've got him locked up. And it, it's more good vibes in a pivotal offseason where Jim Crane has made some very good sound decisions. Josh Hader being one, Jose, Jose Altuve's uh, re-signing being two. Let's see what he does with guys like Bregman and Tucker and Fromber and others down the road. You mentioned the tip of the cap. I have two I have two hat tips to give myself. All right. Number one, I want to give a hat tip to our program director, Parker Hillis, because in my previous lifetime here, mm-hmm. talking about the Astros for more than 47 seconds would have gotten me a text, Patrick, got to talk more Texans here. Yeah. But my new program director doesn't do that because he's awesome. Amen. Uh, tip of the cap. To Jim Crane, a man that I have given many hat tips to. Here is the quote uh, from Jim Crane, courtesy Jerome Solomon. We'll have a payroll over the competitive balance tax this year. People said we would never do it. I never said we would never do it. I said we'd do it at the right time. When we think the circumstances warranted that. We've got the revenue to do it. I've been telling y'all for years. The Astros print freaking money. The owner just told you. He's got the revenue to go over the tax. Mm-hmm. Anytime he damn well pleases. Stick that in the back pocket. And don't you put it in the wash. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You remember that it's there. Every time you feel feel a little froggy, feel a little uppity, feel a little dumb. The Astros can't do this because it costs too much money. You just stick your hand in that pocket. And you remember, oh wait, Jim Crane. He said directly in a quote, we've got the revenue to do it. Then you pump your fist with a big old cha-ching. Yes, sir. And you remember, this guy is the one who brought you your golden age of Astros baseball. Once upon a time, Jim Crane was the most reviled man in this city. Mm -hmm. Everyone hated Jim Crane. They blamed him for the Astros having a $25 million payroll in 2013. Mm Mm-hmm. Less than Alex Rodriguez. They blamed him for uh, CSN Houston not being on in 56% of the city. They blamed Jim Crane for this. They didn't pay attention to the CSN bankruptcy case where the judge exonerated Jim Crane in open court for passing on those carriage deals because they were losers. They were money losers. And they would have put that network in bankruptcy anyway. I think a lot of people forget about that. Jim Crane said, 
I will spend the money when the time is right. And what happened in 2017? He spent the money and they won a title. And he's continued to spend money. The Astros have had like a top eight payroll every year since. Yeah. Top the man three, I think, coming into this year. The man is falsely accused of being cheap. You don't have a top eight payroll in baseball and you're cheap. And now, for the first time, he is going to pay the penalty. Because the last time they went over was the COVID season. They went over by $2 million. And all penalties were suspended for the COVID season. He knows he's going to pay the tax this year. He knows that Astros fans with a winning product, are going to buy the tickets anyway. He knows you're going to buy the merchandise and pay for the RSN fee anyway. You are, I am, Sean is, C-Sex is, everybody. We're all going to do it because we all want to see the Astros win. And as long as they're winning, we don't care about paying. We care about paying when they stink and they've got a $50 million payroll mm-hmm. and it's how come the prices didn't go down. I hope we never get to that point. But one thing you can say about Jim Crane is Jim Crane has been true to his word every step of the way. He told you they were going to tear it down and they were going to stink. And they did. He told you when the time was right, he would spend the money and he did. And here he is right now, third highest payroll in baseball. Maybe fourth. But still, he's a top five payroll in well, baseball right now. $246 million. I, yeah, I don't – and well, go up because of the new uh, – well, no, because it, it was a signing bonus this year for Altuve. So, yeah, about 247, 248. That's going to be three this is, uh, in baseball right now. This is a man who wants to win. This is the guy who was the driving force behind the Verlander deal. He was the guy who was the driving force Twice. behind the Granky deal. He was the guy who was the driving force behind Jose Abreu. He was the guy who was the driving force behind Rafael Montero. That might have been a miss. He was the guy who was the driving force behind Michael Brantley coming back. Both times. He's the guy who was the driving force behind Verlander again. And now on Jose Altuve. Jim Crane wants to win. He also wants to keep a couple of bullets in his back pocket in case he needs them later on to make a deal at the deadline that he didn't spend all his money now. Yep. This That is his philosophy and always has been. Let me keep a little back for when I got to make those deals at the deadline. Jim Crane wants to win. And this Astros season, assuming that they don't have horrific injuries to damn near their entire rotation and to Altuve and, and Alvarez at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're a 95-plus win team. Sure, and they're one of the favorites to win the World Series again. They are the favorite in the American League to go to the World Series. They project to have the most wins in the American League. This team, with all the questions that we came out of last year with, is still projected to be the best team in the American League. He's Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani. Do you remember the over-under win total going into last season for the Astros that was put out? Wasn't it like 91.5, 92, something like that? And 
you you think about as good as you'd felt about this ball club going into last season, right? Which did not at the time include Justin Verlander, and you had a healthy Luis Garcia, <laughs> right? Uh, you had the hopes of Lance McCullers uh, being a dude for you last year, coming back from injury again. And now he's going to be coming back from injury again, though not being back until presumably around July, maybe August, either on or thereafter the trade deadline hits. You're starting this season with Justin Verlander. You're starting this season with a presumably healthy Jose Abreu, a guy that has kind of maybe figured it out towards the end of last season and has maybe uh, a, a much better start to his season, which is, you know, notoriously slow starter for him in his career. But you got to be feeling really good. And you've got a younger and a better, more offensive sound catcher in Yiner Diaz coming into the season. You have got to feel really, really good about your ball club right now. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 